You ready, old boy? Oh, bro, fucking dead, man. <laughs> I know, I'm the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. popping you out one sec. You, you fucking what? On Discord, not anus. <laughs> yeah, okay, I thank you. I knew, that, I knew that joke was coming. <laughs> I once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarlane. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to the show where two best friends with broken brains use the best and worst of cinema as a sort of dark Mm. mirror to examine the best and worst of themselves. It's scary. Sort of one part self-analysis, one part movie analysis, and sort of all delivered by... All delivered by two men who should very much know better by now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are 35. Yeah. <laughs> but in in the spirit of why we started this podcast, you know, being mm. checking in on our best mate and seeing how their personal collapse is going. Mm. Um, how Rapid. Be- rapid, yeah. So before, uh, <laughs> before we get to what we're doing, I'm going to ask, how are you doing, Ben? I am... Ill, buddy. Copycat. You're copying me. I'm saying mine first. You're about to say that you're ill after this. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I got ill first, so fuck you. Exactly. You should be better by now. (laughs) Build an immune system. Be an adult. You know what I mean? Be a man. Don't even get ill. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Don't, because I have enough of that in my life without my best mate doing it as well. Fucking hell. Like, same. I I literally, in work, people are like, oh, you seem fine. I'm literally like at my desk, <laughs> yeah. fucking shivering but sweating. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm ill as fuck, man. I feel like shit. Yesterday was Halloween, which was nice. fucking awesome. I went to two secret screenings back to back. Which were the first one early on, right? So I thought they're gonna put like a horror classic, sort of like a yeah. decent girthy horror classic on Evil Dead. Nice. That's pretty girthy. That's a classic. Mate, it's a classic. It's quite lighthearted. You know, hour and a half, in and out, boom, 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 done, dusted. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Great movie to put on. 8.30, mm-hmm. The Shining. Fucking hell. What? <laughs> 8.30 is when the trailers and shit kick in. Right. 9pm is when the movie started. So you're out of there by like Wednesday, right? <laughs> Mate, I'm too old <laughs> to be leaving the cinema at 11.30 on a Tuesday evening. Yeah, yeah. That's a school night. I can't be doing that. Are you joking? Don't put The Shining on after 7pm because it is your, it's your entire evening otherwise. The, the collective noise of everyone in the room when the title card comes up, you know, like obviously mm-hmm. secret screen and no one knows, they leave you in darkness for 10 yeah, seconds yeah. and then the, the, the title card comes up and everyone went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was unanimous. Yeah. Around. Everyone was like, fuck, am I really going to do yeah. like three hours uh... on this? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so that was good. How are you, buddy? I'm the same, bud. This is the... Copycat! Rude. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah, thank I'm sorry. you. <laughs> sorry, I got ahead of myself. You did. You got ahead of me as well. I had um, ginger beer and a whole soother and it's given me a case of the fuck arounds. I've had none of those things. I'm just, I'm trying to like, you know, manifest my wellness. So I've told myself, look, I gaslit mm. myself into doing a music career for 15 years. I can gaslit myself into doing a podcast for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. because yeah. we mm. are covering Neil Blomkamp's Chappy. Yes, buddy. Back on the Blomkamp train. Listen, I'm glad we're back here. We yeah. had a couple of weeks away. <laughs> we had a couple of weeks away. We had a couple of unscheduled things. We did. We will, we will get back to National Treasure as well. But We will. Uh, we're back on the Blomkamp train. Chappy, his yes. 2015 entry into his filmography, uh, mm. given a $49 million budget. Uh, and made thirty okay. million domestically, uh, and a hundred it was his worldwide title. So we just just about doubled it without marketing costs. That's still disappointing, though, isn't it? I mean, for uh, considering the forty nine million budget is to make the film, not to market the film, I doubt they made yeah. money. Let's put it that way. Mm. And for those listeners so. in Scotland, uh, Chappie is the name of the robot. Yeah, yeah. 
Although I will argue yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a piece of shit nonetheless. Uh... <laughs> Rude. Rude. I d- I'm telling you what, mate. I'm such a fucking Blomkamp fan at the minute. I'm proper fangirling. You really are. Honestly, the, the more we get into it, the more I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy is speaking my autism. You know what I mean? Like He is like hitting me straight in the... <laughs> Straight in the OCD. Yeah. So 2015's Chappie is the third of visionary director Neil Blomkamp's movies. And I would argue the last of his sort of big budget adventures before Hollywood turned the money tap off. And I'd argue it's where sort of the general Um, audiences stop paying attention as much as they were back in District 9 days. Like District 9 comes out and everyone's like, wow, I can't wait to see what Neil Blomkamp does next. Okay. And it was Elysium and then this. And everyone was like... He could just still make films, but maybe I'll I'll watch him on home video. I'll get round to it. I'll get exactly. I'll get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. After this yeah, film, yeah, it was I'll get round to Neil watching that. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. wow, I got I got premiere day tickets. But also Gran Turismo, that was big. Mm. Budget, budget. I don't know about I don't know about takings yet, but <laughs> anything else, yeah, yeah. Lots of cars. I've not seen it yet, but I have seen the eight minute trailer that provides every single bit of the plot. So uh, it's I just racing, like mate. It. I mean, it's hard not to. You, you, it's a man <laughs> in a car. That's the trailer. It could be three seconds long, and you know exactly what the film is. Yeah, but I, oh, it's racing. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh wow, these kids. They've they've played PlayStation Gran Turismo. I bet they can't race. I bet they can. Well, I wonder why you've made a fucking film about it, Neil. Enter Orlando Bloom. <laughs> the worst role he's ever played. <laughs> can you imagine if the film is? And I know you've seen it and I haven't. Yeah. But I love the comedy of the idea of the, the conceit of we got guys that play Gran Turismo on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Can they race for real? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried it. They were all shit. They yeah. were they were mediocre at best. You'd love that film. I that would be your film. film. True, true. You're <laughs> such a fucking cynicist. It's unreal. You're so cynical. You'd love that. Oh, if you think like, I'm cynical literally. now, wait till I've reviewed Chappie. When did you first see this? Uh, when did you first see Jobby? I mean, Chappie. And <laughs> how do you remember it? Before watching it, how are you like? Were you like, wow, I can't wait to see Chappie? Or were you were you hesitant? No, I'd, to be honest with you, buddy, uh, I didn't really... Uh, pay much attention to Blomkamp, if if I'm being entirely honest. Oh, wow. It was like I'd I'd seen his movies, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like super into Blomkamp. Right. You know I mean, I was like, yeah, District Nine's a is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's all Elysium, and I was like, wow, that's a that's a good movie. <laughs> and then at some point, I was at a house party, which is a disgusting sentence to say out loud because this came out in 2015, <laughs> so it's not even a decade ago, <laughs> which means I was well into my twenties. You were and indeed, at a yeah. house party. Yeah. Absolutely off my tits, and someone someone put this on, and I remember watching it whilst high as fuck, <coughs> being like, "Holy shit!" Who puts films on at house parties? At uh, nerds. Yeah, I don't. Who do you think I hang out with? Like fucking cool, beautiful people. Yeah, I I heard house party. Yeah, and I all of my would... friends are cool and beautiful. Look at you. Look at all my nerdy friends. But okay. we all watch films. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. But I don't watch them at yeah. house parties. Yeah, but if we were to host a house party, it would just be a, a fucking watch along. That would be it. I mean, nowadays it probably would be, yeah, wouldn't it? That's what I'm saying, man. See, I'd force mm. it. I would force that narrative. That would be it. I mean, speaking. I'm just of... going to put this music on. I mean, second mm. act though. Speaking, shut up? speaking of forced narrative, shall we? Uh, mm. Shall we break down the movie? Sure. Do you want to do it or shall I? I've not read this one yet. Try to figure out which one's got the big words. You go first. No, no, no. You go first. You go first. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. In a crime-ridden near-future Johannesburg, the police now use heavily armed automated robots called Scouts, manufactured by the Tetraval Corporation to combat crime. Dion Wilson, played by Dev Patel, uh, is a talented engineer at Tetraval and creates a new sentient robot called Chappie. But his project is disinterestedly rejected by the company's CEO, Michelle Bradley, mm-hmm. aka Queen of Ben's Heart, and, let's be fair, all sci-fi. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver Sigourney Weaver I'm too ill for singing Let's not do that again Same um, I was going to try and do Dreamweaver But honestly no. <laughs> Yeah she rejects the idea Because apparently The, the civilization defining invention Of generalised AI Holds no value to a woman Who literally runs a robotics company <laughs> Oh Sigourney I've created consciousness I can't see a use for that Fuck off <laughs> Oh you want it to read a poem Yeah Build a fucking cop bot, please. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Dion is kidnapped by a group of small-time criminals, Ninja and Yolandi, who steal Chappie and plan to use him in a heist to pay off a debt to a powerful gangster named Hippo. 
Astute listeners will recognise those names as famed sex criminals, de Antwerd, playing an outlandish version of themselves, where they don't keep child slaves. God, can you imagine? Um, How kooky. <laughs> D- Dion's rival engineer, Vincent Moore, played by a sentient mullet riding Hugh Jackman's neck, uh, increasingly jealous of Dion's success, uh, despises Chappie's existence, so he begins to exploit the situation to his own advantage. Mm. Uh, the success of Dion's scouts are sort of the main factor in Vincent McMullet's moose robot not being deployed. He's got this big ED-209 Robocop mm. villain uh, called the Moose. The Moose. And it doesn't get deployed because the scouts are too popular. Chappie's programmed consciousness learns similarly to a child. And as he begins to learn about the world and develop emotions, he begins to bond with gangsters, Ninja, Yolandi, and their friend, America as they teach him about life and survival in a harsh environment. Much to Dion's dismay, who acts like a pouty bitch the entire time. I don't agree with this. Uh, He's a concerned parent, Rob. And does fuck He's all his about maker. it. He just stands there and goes, Oh, please. Please stop. What's he going to do? Please. Oh, don't. Oh. Ninja is literally, he's essentially a shadow. He's 2D with a mullet. He's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And a gun. Like, what's, what's a, yeah, yeah. Like a programmer going to do about that? He's getting raped by a stick man. It's basically what you're being threatened by. That's what I mean. Vincent McMullet attempts to sabotage Chappie and discredit Dion's work in an effort to promote his own heavily armed human-controlled robot. News footage of a scout robot running around committing crimes only volumizes Hugh Jackman's mullet of hatred towards Dion. Mullet of Hatred. That's a fucking metal band it's name, a great that is, man. Band name, isn't it? On learning that his battery is melted into his chassis, Chappie realizes his life is finite. Ending in approximately five days' time because apparently. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> Blumkamp has learned nothing from Elysium about movie time limits. Five days again, you only use three. Why? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> After a confrontation with his maker, Dion. Chappie is resolute that he can solve the riddle of consciousness, teaching himself how to code AI on a string of wired-together PlayStations because you think Sigourney Weaver is cheap? <laughs> you got to pay that Sigourney money, man. you got to pay the Sigourney wage, man. Sony, Sony are like, look, just put, put some PlayStations in there and we'll give you, well, look, we'll give you like half a mil for every PlayStation you put in the film. He's like, oh, it's cool, just put a stack of 15 in and he could, I don't know, code on them or some shit. The film moves to its final showdown, with Dion distracted trying to present his uh, creation, Cardi USB, living a life of crime. (laughs) Vincent makes moves to disable the entire robotic police force from headquarters, framing Dion in the process. Hippo arrives at the family's hideout just in time for the meerkat, I mean the moose, robot to rain down destruction as criminals, police and the nuclear battery family all fight for survival. Dion gets hit and Chappie races to Tetraval HQ to save his creator's consciousness. The film ends with Dion and Chappie in new robot bodies with replaceable batteries. Hippo dead, Vincent ruined, and Yolandi turned into a disgusting robotic nightmare from a Bjork video. The end. Yes. 100% true. So to recap, yeah. generalized AI is invented, slapped in a robot yeah. police body and taught to be a gangster by crims. Uh, two antagonists, one is a mullet and the other one's called Hippo. They both fight to stunt our lovely lad's development with bullets. Mm-hmm. And the people that Chappie has grown to love get hurt in the process. But he saves them with his good learning. So I have a question for you, Ben. What percentage of this film Hit me. did you watch through a veil of tears? Oh, mate. I've been in my emotions for the last few, right, few weeks. Right, exactly. And this, month. this one is literally just a crowbar into, like, feel sorry yeah, this... feel sorry for him. Feel sorry for yeah. him. Here, look, here's him getting burned. Why are you doing that? I don't like that. No, stop. And I was like, uh, I want to go home. Daddy, yeah. I don't like it here, Daddy. Yeah, it's just Fuck child you. abuse just for two you, hours. It, mate, it's brutal. It's fucking brutal. So about, I'd say, what, mm, somewhere between 15 and 45% right, okay. of the so, film. <laughs> so you enjoyed this film? Mate, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die on this hill, right? Right. I love it. Really? I love it. Okay. Dude, it's like not only does it have the cutest robot, mm. childlike innocence, yeah, running yeah. around, figuring out the world, reminding me of what fun and excitement could be mm-hmm. if I'd put in any effort into fixing my personal woes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you've got like 
Blumkamp's signature filmmaking, mm-hmm. which is he gives you a nibble and then lets you run with it if you want to. And that that tickles my pickle, man. It's tickling your own pickle in front of a, of a sex worker. We discussed this with Elysium, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's learned any of those any of those lessons. And he's just he's. I don't think he needs to. I think he's on his own path. Maybe I think we need maybe. to learn to 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 travel that. Path. Yeah, I just think this this film is like Robocop for liberals. Do you know what I mean? Okay, in what sense? <laughs> in in, I'll, I've got a whole section on 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 how this is liberal. This is like Reddit Robocop. Do you know what I mean? So why didn't you like it? Because clearly you're not having fun with it. <laughs> uh, it's it's because, like you said, he, you know, you said oh, it covers these themes. It doesn't cover these themes. It gives you the headlines. Mm-hmm. He feels like mentioning a thing is the same as exploring a thing. And that's not true. I'll disagree. Right. But I see where you're coming from. And I think in this film, you've got gangsters, uh, you've got heists, you've got big explosions, you've got big robots, all of which are fine, all of which is a standard issue, default setting action movie. Yeah. With some stuff thrown up, with some stickers put on it. And it's yeah. like, oh, think piece. And I'm like, uh I'm not sure if it is. I don't think it's marketed as a think piece, though. You know so what I great. Mean? So, 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 don't be like, don't to so take out all of the, take out all of the. Oh, I've I've saved my consciousness. No, man, just like you created a great world and you've written a a a, a story that I struggle to relate to any of the characters to in again. The exception of Chappie, everyone else in this film is an idiot, and some of them are meant to be idiots. Like yeah. you know, Deantwood are meant to be idiots. Hippo is yeah, meant yeah. to be an idiot. Vincent is an engineer and designer and like but an intelligent guy, an but meant to be an idiot. Sigourney yeah. Weaver is meant to be a, the CEO of an incredibly successful robotics company yeah. and is an absolute idiot. Yeah, she's meant to be an idiot. Well, so everyone's meant to be idiots. All of them are idiots. Well, no, everyone has their flaws. Everyone in this film I mean? is an absolute idiot. The second Dev Patel gets kidnapped <sighs> and he gets his creation taken away from him, all he has yeah. to do is go to his boss and go, look, I got carried away. I'm really sorry, but here's what's happened. Mm-hmm. And then immediately the events of the film don't happen. I'll agree. So it's it's a series of things where you're given the pieces, but not the whole. You know, he doesn't actually so, say anything. Yeah. So let's say that you're you're uh, Dion, right? Yeah. Your invention is single-handedly yeah. sending Tetraval stock through the fucking roof. Yeah. And you're being given so much free range yeah. to like explore your yeah, yeah. It's for whatever the fuck you want to research, run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make it profitable and make it relatable to what we've got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Cracks consciousness. His boss is like, oh, we don't need a fucking thoughtful, you know, poetic, someone that can critique art. We, we don't give a fuck about it. What we need is is police robots mm-hmm. that can shoot criminals yep. and never die. Yeah. We need more of them. Now, let's go, let's go, let's pump them out. That's what you're good for. That's it. So I've created generalized AI and this one I've taught to, to yeah. read poetry and do art. Yeah, yeah. And that's great because I'm now learning from that and now what I've done is I've created a networked intelligence system that can mm-hmm. understand terrorist threats before they happen because it's got human intelligence and plugged up the internet. Because you're Dion and you understand all of this. Yeah. But because Sigourney Weaver is incredibly short-sighted when it comes to this aspect of it, she's done really well in her career. CEO of a ma- right, okay, yeah. to get to where she is now, right? right, with no vision. But she's not willing. There's no point in like branching out into fucking like all of that bullshit when you've got police robots <laughs> on the go. What's the next step? Military. Then you've got like yeah. the militaries around military the world. intelligence. I've got no interest in intelligence. But why? Why experiment with other stuff when you're already on the doorstep of something that you can just fucking roll out to the world? But you're Dion, right? So now you steal what I'm assuming is hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of company property that millions, you will 100% millions. get fucked over for, yeah. right? Yeah. Which means no more research, no more access to anything that, you, that you're cracked out. All of your experiments and inventions mm. are like fucking their Tetraval property. You lose your job at Tetraval, gone. So, totally, totally. You could lose your job, lose your reputation, lose your life, mm. lose everything, and you personally are totally fucked. Or just leave a generalized strong AI being taught by criminals. Leave the most powerful godlike Man. entity that you've ever known in the hands of Deantwood. Yeah. No, I'd rather. That seems like the, the smarter choice to make. No, it really doesn't, does it? <laughs> it really doesn't. Having God taught by those two, mm-hmm. you just go to your boss and go, I fucked up. I made, I made a new God and it's being taught by criminals. Uh, crucify me. Put my balls in a cheese grater. I don't care, but this needs to be fixed. But he goes, now nah, I'll just turn it with a rubber chicken and go, ha ha, ha ha. 
<laughs> everyone in this film's idiots. Yeah, I guess. I mean, everyone has their shortcomings. I think everyone has their own personal motivations that you can get into and debate about, yeah, like, yeah. you know, left, right, and center. But the reason that I love this film, mm. and Elysium to a point did this a little bit, and we got into it a little yeah, bit in yeah. our Elysium episode, but this film does it a lot more, where it'll. Uh, Blumkamp is essentially the guy who leads the horse to water. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't doesn't force it to drink, right? He, but it's not doesn't end there. He just doesn't give a fuck whether it drinks or not. Yeah, because the the water that he's taking it to is a stunning lake. Yeah. So in that analogy, we're the horse. Yeah. He's showing us a way to a lake, and he's like, "Look at this beautiful lake, which mm. is beautiful on its own, and the water's delicious and beautiful." But the water is like mm. the little tidbits of uh, of like the little nuggets of interesting subtext that could be explored if you want to. Yeah. But he just doesn't give a fuck whether you do or not. He's like, no, 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 no. If you want to do it, do it. If not, don't. Just enjoy the view. I think you're right in identifying the horse, but I don't think the horse is us, that he's leading us to water. The horse is the film, and he's painted stripes on it and gone, look, it's a zebra. And then gets annoyed when his zoo flops. <laughs> right? He's like, oh, well, no, one came to, no one came to see the zebra. And I'm like, because it's not a zebra, is it, Neil? He's like, a, he's like a jeweler who's only got a sledgehammer, right? And the, and right. the depth of his films... And his mm-hmm. characters are so thin and so shallow because he's mm-hmm. got that sledgehammer. He has no, no, he has no subtlety. District Nine had all the subtlety in the world, and since yeah. then, everything has been sledgehammer to the point where, just mm-hmm. so we understand what Chappie is, there's a sticker on him that says "reject" and a sticker on him that says "crush," mm. and that for me is a metaphor for the film. It's like build the thing. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's a standard default boilerplate action movie. Yeah, but if we put stickers on it that say AI and put another sticker on it that says family okay. and another sticker on it that says consciousness, and then those people will think that I've made a film about those things. You haven't. You haven't. You've made The Expendables 5 with robots. I wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. It's very yeah, cynical. Yeah, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. I've got to disagree, though. There's The thing that I love about Blamcamp is he guides you to a, a point. Yeah. Let's, let's say consciousness, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Guides you to consciousness. He guides you to the AI, uh, to the mm. AI discussion. He guides you to, you know, nature versus nurture. He guides you to all these different interesting points mm-hmm. that require work on your part. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah, yeah. You can then delve into it. And then when you watch the film, like me watching this a couple times through after mm-hmm. diving in a little bit to the AI stuff, it was a different watch for me. Yeah. And then diving into thinking about it in more of like a family sense. It was a different watch, and that's that's what really fucking like that's mm. what really gives me like the buzz, man. I I love the opportunity to learn something new yeah. and arrive at, at, at an answer that I'm happy with on a journey that I've taken. I cannot stand <laughs> someone spoon feeding me and going, "This is the answer, and this is how we get here." I'm not asking for spoon feeding. I'm no, no, no. I know you're not. I'm not saying that at yeah, all. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's that's the the approach that I can't get mm. my fucking head around sometimes, and it really pisses me off. I agree. I so agree. Blumkamp going the, the polar opposite. Yeah, right up my alley, right up my street. Start me on a little journey and watch me fucking meander down that alleyway, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And plus, I fucking love talking this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because a, I get to know you and your opinions a lot more, and that makes me feel good mm-hmm. because we're getting closer and I feel like when it comes to my turn to pick the next series, I can go either Rob's going to love this, Mm -hmm. Rob might love this, or this is really going to piss him off. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) There's options now. This is great, but it's an informed option. B, I feel like I grow as a podcaster and I feel like I grow as a movie watcher I mean, remember when we started this, I watched nothing but 80s B movies because I couldn't (laughs) fucking be arsed. I watched nothing but black and white dramas. Yeah, this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You watch you your porn was Black Swan, Ugh. and mine was I can't lie, that is a great film. I don't know, Chopping Mall, Reanimator, yeah. one of them. Anything with Barbara Crampton in. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? <laughs> but look at us now, <laughs> right? We're in like a weird melting pot of. But what does Chappie mean? <clears throat> Nothing. And C, <laughs> it expands my mind in ways that I wouldn't normally grow. There's no fucking shot that I'd go and research half the shit I do. Yeah, true. That I've gone and like researched after watching Blomkamp. There's no shot I'd do it. I'd get bored. I'd be on Dead by Daylight yelling Nicolas Cage lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I completely get that it's not for everyone having to put in like a bit of work or like, you know, it's it's kind of like a mm-hmm. bring your own beer to a party type type vibe, yeah. right? 
It is. It's exactly that. But my answer to that is, my answer to that is, Rob, mm. stop being a lazy cunt and enjoy yourself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pedo princess mantra. <laughs> <laughs> you do all the work. I'm too pretty to have to bother. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Just, I'll lie here. And you can be grateful for the opportunity to have a go on this, right? <laughs> I mean... I've done all the work. I've done my CGI. I've done my yeah. character design. I've done my world building. You decide what this is about. I'm going to lie back. I've built a great <laughs> film that you can enjoy without any subtext whatsoever. It's just a, a fun action sci-fi. It's, oh, right. Or here's a few talking points sprinkled in there for you. Have fun. Yeah, I, I just... I feel like... I said this about Elysium where Elysium felt like, you know, masturbating in front of a sex worker and this just feels like having sex with the pillow princess. It's just, it's that, that you know. Your frames of reference are wonderful, <laughs> by the way. Like, honestly. Yeah. Mind I, broadening. <laughs> I just, slapping a sticker on Chappie that says crush or reject. Mm. It's slapping some Playstations and it's slapping in the words mm-hmm. and the techno babble and going, oh, look intelligent commentary on ai i'm like it's not though is it it's not though it's die hard five with robots okay just lean into that be what's the what's the other hugh jackman film where he um he does knock him sock and robots uh logan no he loses that rock him sock and robots real steel spoiler real steel oh yeah yeah oh you're on about literally yeah Yeah, yeah. sorry i thought thought you were into films with subtext sorry that was my bad real steel real steel great (laughs) film doesn't doesn't claim to be any subtext it just goes I've got a film idea for you. Oh yeah, what is it? It's Hugh Jackman teaching his son to make robots mm. twat each other in the face. Oh, sign me up. Okay. I know it's going to be shit, but I know it's going to be fun. Right? Chappie's not that. Okay. Chappie's, what if we got general, like, what if we made a human soul? Yeah. What if we made a soul and put it in a robot? And I'm like, mm. yeah, I mean, it's, am I, am I supposed to be enjoying robots twatting themselves in the face or is this a deep thing? Because you're not giving me enough of either. No, Rob, what you're supposed to be enjoying is the fact that this has given me and you a reason to sit down and discuss all of these themes with zero input from Blumkamp. Yeah. All he's done is made a film and look at us right now. Look at this. I feel like I know you better. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now you're trying to fight me on Chappie <laughs> and I will fight for Chappie because that guy got the shit kicked out he of him did. for two hours in front of my face. He did. But it's like, I think this film is, look, it could be a social commentary or it could be a discussion of consciousness and what it means to be alive. It could be nature versus nurture think piece or it could be Rob mm. McFarlane, an AI gangster movie full of sex criminals. Or none of them, in my opinion, uh, by trying to be all of them. All of them. Yeah, it's it's just stuff all the salad in a shotgun, fire it point black in someone's face and go, yay, salad. Yeah, that's Evil Dead. Speaking of sex criminals, <laughs> I've got a little mini game. Uh, go on. Do you want to play the mini game halfway through the episode? Sure. Ninja, one half of Deantford. Deantford? Deantford. Uh so Word, for those that don't know, are a hip-hop group hailing from South Africa. Their music is incredible. It's so fucking good. It's not hip-hop. It's, it's Zef Zef rap. subculture, yeah. Do you know where Zef yeah. comes from? It comes from the Vauxhall Zephira. Mm. It's a piece of yeah, shit yeah. car that only people of a certain class in South Africa get seen driving. They're like these beaten up mm. pieces of shit Vauxhall Zephiras. Yeah. And so it became like Zef culture. It's basically like Chav, right, in the UK. That's awesome. Ninja is the male half of Deantford. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to play a little game of true or false? Yes, please. He referred to, on Instagram, the art department of this film as fat fuck retard gremlin faces. Wow. Uh, Going to say true on that one. Yes. Uh, oh, I fucking hate this man. With a, with a, uh, with a photo of the chappy set. Uh, dumb fucks forgot to credit us. Credit us. Said art direction was by some fat fuck who smiled in our faces when Neil was around, and then flipped two retard gremlin face when Neil was gone. Was a few fat fucks like that on set? Wow. We're gonna make our own movie soon with no breaks on. Here comes fun. Right. That was to quote him. Well. Okay. Ninja, true or false? Took international movie star Dev Patel, who plays Robot Chappie's designer in the film, to a tour of his hood where he tricked Patel into eating drug-laced cakes. What? Dev Patel's a sweetheart. Took Dev Patel to a South African slum and spiked him. Stop it. Right. What fun. (laughs) Fuck these guys, man. Like, this... Sure. Okay. So, true. A two for two at the minute, then, yeah? (laughs) Ninja, true for false. He sexually assaulted rapper Danny Brown. 
True. True. <laughs> on That's Tom like Segura. <laughs> so, <laughs> on Tom Segura's Your Mum's House podcast, um, Danny Brown, a famed rapper, went into his story about how Ninja from um, uh, The Antwoord, who stars in this film, was trying to crack onto him in Paris and would not take no for an answer. But because Danny Brown was drunk and in Paris and didn't want to end up in Parisian jail, not speaking the language, sure. had to just keep like pushing him away and not beat him up. And then to this day is still like, wow. Oh man, I kind of took an L there. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck, dude. The- <sighs> I got one more. Fuck me. Go on. True or false? Ninja from Word has been accused of keeping child slaves. True, because you wrote it in the fucking breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the video. You wrote it in the breakdown and then made me say it. Yeah. You know the video yeah. for I Find You Freaky? I think you're freaky and I like you a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great song, right? A banger. Absolute banger. You know, the, you know the little kid in there with like yeah. the two teeth? Yeah, they adopted yeah. him and basically kept him as a child slave for years. Whoa. Yes. There's an interview he did with the South African news channel that is harrowing. Oh, I, uh, I, I think I saw something of him when I was researching this. I saw yeah. a fucking video on YouTube. It was an interview with him. It was like a 50 minute long thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on a different podcast. And dude, I, I'm desperate to watch it. Um, uh, but it's very fucking sad. You know what I mean? A dude sat on a bucket in the middle of a slum talking about how he was abused me, for man. 50 minutes. So... Maybe not. The thing that fucks me off, I know I know we've just <laughs> spoken about sexual assault mm. and child slaves and stuff like this. The worst thing about DeAnford, worse than any of that, the music's fucking great. Like it's it's absolutely fucking I wouldn't I wouldn't say the worst thing. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. No, 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 I've not got to the worst thing yet, right? The right. music's great. The worst thing mm. is that now I'm no longer allowed to enjoy it. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the worst right, thing. Right, okay, yeah. So, and I think... Fuck what happened to anyone else. <laughs> no, 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 I, I feel for you. I do. I but, feel for you. you. Know, it's I bad do, that you were I... kept as a slave as a child, but I also can't enjoy this music anymore. Honestly. <laughs> I, now, I, you didn't want to say this, like, a few years back before I started putting together all of my playlists. Yeah, yeah, that yeah I now exactly. have to go through and find any... De- I literally, I can put on a fucking random playlist and just mm-hmm. Babies on Fire will start blaring. I'm like, oh, banger. And then it clicks and I'm like, oh, sex criminals. Mm-hmm. No, can't do this no Mate, more. How do you think I feel? I am a recovering goth who spent all of his teenage years listening to the only three Marilyn Manson albums I ever needed mm. on loop, on repeat. Yeah. My production aesthetic was entirely decided by those three albums. Which albums? Uh, Antichrist, Superstar, Mechanical Animals and Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Three incredible albums. Can't listen to any of them oh. anymore. There is a, a sizable chunk of my musical history just missing. Yeah, same. Yeah. Let's switch out Hollywood. Right, for the first album, the self-titled. For, uh, no, Smells Like Children. The remix album of the first album. <laughs> Have you actually listened to it recently? It's not as good yeah. as you remember. No, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it it's is. It's not. <laughs> but he's been can <laughs> Speaking of cancels, uh, did you know that Neil Blomkamp was going to make an alien movie? I did not. An a- wait, alien like alien franchise? Or do you mean like as an alien franchise? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say he made an alien movie with District Nine, buddy. <laughs> no, he was hired to write, direct Alien Awakening. Okay. Which was going to be a direct sequel. Him and Sigourney Weaver, whilst chatting uh, on the set of this film, started chatting about his love for Alien, Aliens, that whole arc. And wrote uh, a large treatment for a direct sequel to Aliens, which would ignore Alien 3 and Alien Resurrections. Good. Uh, and it would be Ripley and Newt. I, I mean, Alien 3 is my favourite. Yeah, lately. I know. I'll never get over it, but it's fine. He got two years into making it. Okay. Pre-prod, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Character design. Mm-hmm. And then Ridley Scott saw this film, apparently, and went, nah. <laughs> Brutal. And took him off the, off the project. It's not confirmed. It's what Neil Blomkamp... Has uh, sort of jokingly suggested it might be because in February the Alien Awakening film was announced. Yeah. Uh, in March, Chappie was released, and in October, Alien Awakening was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking mean, man. But can you imagine an Alien franchise movie written and directed by Neil Blomkamp? No, I can't because it would be perfect. Yeah. Well, directed by it would be perfect. Written by, I don't know. 
mm. written by Sigourney Weaver and directed by Neil Blomkamp Ooh, would be incredible. Fuck me, I'd come. I would come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a perf- a perfect franchise entry it would be incredible. Yeah, that would be fucking insane. Um, so being as we're moving on to franchises and fun facts, what I'm going to go into is I know that you're a fan of Ex Machina and other AI movies like this, right? I'm I'm a fan of movies that pick a topic and mm-hmm. explore it with some depth and don't don't spoon feed you what to think about it, but give you the first four or five steps, right? Okay. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And off you go. Yeah. yeah. Rather than just going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they hold your hand through it and give you no room to explore it for yourself. That's what you're a big fan of, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Massive fan. Massive fan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a theory that this and Short Circuit franchise exist in the same universe and that Johnny Five oh, right. walked, became a citizen, became a punk, and then became right. a citizen. Right. Gold-plated, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So that Chappie could run. It's an interesting theory. I feel like it's one that's dependent on me having seen either of the Short Circuit films. Oh, I don't even understand. I don't <laughs> understand that as a sentence. Like, I know the, <laughs> I know what the words mean individually, but the irrational rage that has just washed over my entire body. Uh, it's two old men I, trying, to, trying to do a podcast, and I'm just like, I've never seen Short Circuit. <laughs> I don't understand it, though. Like, you were a child at some point, right? You were yeah, born yeah, in yeah. the 80s. You were a child yeah. at some point. Yeah. The fuck? Is that the one with all the little floating fuck fuckers that look like floating Roombas with eyes? I'm literally phoning Childline and reporting child abuse. I'm going to... Your mum... I love your mum dearly but this is right. this is child neglect and I, what's the one with the floating robots batteries not included that's batteries not included i've seen that one when i was a kid obviously because i remember so much about it floating <laughs> robots. Me, man. <laughs> johnny five is like the great what's johnny five from the great short circuit okay Bob. <laughs> i don't know i've not seen it and i'm not very well i don't want to talk about this angry? anymore i don't i'm too i'm too ill i'm, t- I'm too ill and i'm too angry Oh, I'm one thousand percent bringing Short Circuit as one of the next series seasons coming up. One thousand okay. percent, it's going to happen. Okay, okay. It's just funny because I've got one that I want to cover Go as a result of, of this film. Okay, which is RoboCop. Nice, because nice. I think Robo. This is this is two D RoboCop, right? This is RoboCop Shadow. I'll agree with you on that. This is RoboCop for liberal snowflakes, right? <laughs> it's X Machina for idiots. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Does that just mean that RoboCop appeals to Republicans? Or no, it, no, 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 no. <laughs> this film lacks the trust in the audience mm. that they'll get satire. RoboCop gives you satire, mm. right? Gives you that whole something happens and it trusts you as the audience to go, <laughs> "That's ridiculous and bad." Yeah. Without saying this is bad, right? Yeah. This film lacks the social commentary on police militarization that RoboCop has. It just features yeah. some. Yeah, it just goes. Oh look, police forces are getting more militarized. Yeah, it's, says it's nothing it's about not, it. It's not anything to do with that, though, is it? No one gives a fuck. They're like, yeah, yeah, police are going to get Robocop robots. does. Going to happen. Robocop does. Robocop does. Because Robocop- it was in the eighties, and it has nothing else going on. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> how dare you take that back? No. <laughs> it's got the questioning of humanity of Robocop, where he still loves his wife, but he's a machine now. This has got the questioning of humanity where. He's a robot. <laughs> exactly. But also, he's alive. Is he conscious? Who knows? Yeah, Robocop did it 20 years earlier and better. And this is my point. This film is, like I said, it's stuffing salad leaves in a shotgun and just blasting them in your face point blank. Mm. And it's like, that's lovely. Get- sharp spinach. Right, exactly. Sharp spinach. Mm. Just say you're going to shoot me in the face and I'll sign up to that any day. But don't say, here's a lovely, interesting thought salad, because it's it's not. It's it's 2D paper maquettes again, like Elysium. Okay. Look at look at District 9 and all the nuance that that had, and all the empathy you had, and all the reality I, that it had. A thousand percent, buddy. No one acted like idiots in that. Everyone was acting entirely realistically. Everyone was... Okay. It said things about systems of oppression. It said things about the things it covered. It did, because this they're universally voiced, right? If If he was to make a film about apartheid that was mm-hmm. open-ended and let you come to your own conclusion on whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> that would be a terrible movie. That would be like, here's yeah, yeah, Mein Kampf be- the movie. Do you know what I mean? But also it's a slapstick. It's, das Mallard. I, you, exactly. <laughs> das Mallard. That's what I'm saying. So District 9, yeah. he, it's, it's, a, it's a universally accepted 
thing that he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas yep. in Elysium, rich versus poor, wealth is health, that kind of shit. It's yeah. it's open ended and it has a lot of varied opinions. AI mm. back in 2015 wildly varied huge amounts mm. of different opinions you can't spoon you can't sort of like lead people down a path with a film it comes down to a question of like why does it exist right okay so you've got the reasons that are for it existing that that you and i don't care about right sure like as a vehicle to make money yeah no one gives a fuck about that that's yeah. not something we care about the studio do because they're the ones funding it right I don't give that's a fuck why about they that. <laughs> right. so why does why does chappie exist to be a fun action film Okay, well, it could. There are ways could it could have done that better without the. hundred percent. I'm going to save Dion, right? Yeah, yeah. To be an interesting uh, statement about the future of AI and the future of humanity's existence with it. Yeah. Well, it's it could have done that a lot better. Like the the every choice it's made. Yeah. Is a weird one when you ask the question, "Why does this exist?" and answer it anyway. Why does Chappie exist? Why does the film Chappie exist? What's its function? What's it adding to sci-fi as a genre? Okay. Oh, it's, I, it's just a it's just a fun action film. Well, there's a million ways it could have been a better one. There are, there are. I think there are a million ways it could have been a different film or a better film or a worse film. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is the the film that we got. I think it explores a lot of topics that I find deeply personal. There's a there's a <laughs> right. huge theme of family running through this, right? Right. Where Dion is Chappie's maker. He's the guy that yep. programmed him. He's the guy that gave him consciousness. He's the guy that put him in the in the body with the defective battery, essentially yep. condemning him to death, right? Dion is Chappie's god in yep. this film. Then you've got Yolandian Ninja, who are mm-hmm. kind of uh, Chappie's parents. They're like forced parents. Chappie didn't have a choice in who his parents were. Yeah. A lot like humans, right? Then you've got America, who's yep. kind of like... He's the kind of su- like a friend... Yeah, friends, fun-loving, yeah. supportive uncle that's also kind of yeah, a yeah, yeah. because he's like still related to your dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's the nice guy around Christmas and like at parties and stuff. He is a riot, but he yeah, yeah. will force you into do a heist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he'll still try and fuck you over. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you've got this dynamic going on. And as, as it plays through, like, I've got a lot of family. I've got a huge family, right? I don't mm-hmm. get on with a lot of them. Yeah, uh, it's it's all down to like varying opinions and personal choices, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's all great. I'll support anyone and everyone all fucking day until the ends of the earth. Be you, yeah, yeah. Be your person. I don't necessarily have to be around for it. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> just because they just they're they're not down with your burning racism, and you know that's on them. I, you buy your uncle a Mein Kampf <laughs> t-shirt once for Christmas, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're not allowed at family barbecues. No, no, no. It's more since Microsoft bought Mein Kampf, it's not been the same. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair. Minecraft <laughs> is now a different game. <laughs> it is indeed. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, right. Minecraft. But no, I've had to I dude, I've cut off so many uncles because they're fucking yeah, yeah. crazy racist. Like yeah, but yeah, not yeah. even like there's no reason to it. It's just dumb racism. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Xenophobia. It's they're different. I don't understand them, therefore I fear them. It's the sort of racism where you change your Facebook profile picture to a picture of the cliffs of Dover. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, one. yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> Watches a lot of Lawrence Fox on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that is that. Yeah, but this film kind of <clears throat> it goes above and beyond this, where it, it challenges uh, forgiveness, your fight or flight function when it comes to being faced with certain aspects of that family, like mm-hmm. the warring parents. You get to see Chappie's reaction. I related to that. I related to that crazy hard, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the parents yeah. warring that was a that was a tough one that was a fucking weepy moment um the bit where the dad is trying to tough him up you know ninjas trying to be sort of like no you need to stop playing with dolls you need to stop hanging out with mommy you need to stop calling us these fucking cutesy little baby names yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go and drop man you off up. in the wilderness yeah man up fucking oh, man up yeah. drop you off in the wilderness you're gonna get fucking burned by children when he gets back to the house with a missing arm because hugh jackman yeah kidnaps chappy into a van and tries to cut him open with a fucking saw, dude. Mm-hmm. When Chappie is crouching and and like cowering away with Yolandi, mm-hmm. there was a man. Yeah, in a van. Fuck me. Was that part of the fifteen minutes where you were watching through tears, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That broke me. I was in bits. And then you've got the dad figure coming back in and showing a bit of remorse and still trying to get yeah. his fucking you know still trying to get his end goal going. It's just great. It's fucking wonderful. That was yeah. that was good for me anyway. I think I, th- I think it I, th- I 
again, you've done that work. Oh, 100%. There's, there's that, that whole thing of like, you know, Dion gets saved as an AI, so he's now immortal, right? Yeah. There's, it's, I was watching it and it sort of struck me like, if I was an immortal AI, what would I do? Because mm. I think, I think I would live on just on the internet placing like catty, bitchy, salt queen comments <laughs> on people's <laughs> online posts what a way to spend your days. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just finding people's comments and yeah. being like sick burns. Just trying to find the sickest burns I could put on people's Instagram posts. Essentially, you, know? you would live full time as you do on Reddit. <laughs> I don't... I don't <laughs> that, I, that would be your thing. <clears throat> I don't comment on Reddit. I literally scroll Reddit for memes. Reddit, yeah. Reddit is the one I open and I just scroll. I have the Reddit app on my phone because of yeah. how often you send me shit for Reddit. <laughs> like that's the only reason that I have it on my phone. Yeah. Because it takes too long to load up in Chrome. My phone's old as shit. And when you send me something, yep. it takes me like 10 minutes to go through and go. <laughs> and it, it <laughs> yeah. was just, it, was, it wasn't worth my effort. So I had to get the fucking app. Yeah. Bro, you send me Reddit like daily. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where I get all my memes. And it's always like most inappropriate times. 10 to 12 <laughs> on a Wednesday <laughs> is a mental time to send someone a Reddit link. <laughs> it's just not acceptable. I love you and I love it. Right. So what would you do as an AI, if you're an immortal AI? So I was just going to live forever, but I'm an AI in a robot body. You know, you've got all the time in the world. What would you do? Drugs. Oh, yeah. I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd thought of that. I wish See? I'd thought of that. Drugs, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Done dusted. Dude, but AI's too scary for me, man. I'm shit scared of it. I know. You don't even use ChatGPT. Scares like, me. I've, I've tried to get you to use ChatGPT to help us with this stuff, and you're yeah. like, nope. Never won't talk to it. it. I'll log into yours. That's fine. I'm, there's no <laughs> fucking way I'm logging into it. There's not a shot. It scares the shit out of me. I can't put my finger on why. But mm -hmm. It just feels like it feels like the age of complete transparency is like coming out to you like spyware through the roof. Like mm -hmm. I mean, even yeah, yeah. now our data is collected and sold onto companies and shit like this. Imagine when AI yeah. can do it in a fucking blink of an eye, and your entire yeah. history can be yeah. sold off in like 30 seconds. That's shit scary to me. I will comfort you by saying that we've been in that age for at least three or four years now and nothing's happened to you, bud, so you're fine. No, because I've actively avoided every fucking thing that's even remotely possibly. That's not the reason. You've carried a phone in your pocket this entire time. No, like... no. Sometimes <laughs> it's in my hand. Right, exactly. <laughs> like the, the terrifying future that you're, you're afraid of, we're already yeah. in and you're fine. All they're doing, all they're using it for is extracting more money and making us buy more shit we don't need. That's all it's ever going to be used for. That's horrible. Thank you for the reassurance. Um, I read an article the other day that <laughs> someone has invented AI that can mm -hmm. recreate an image that someone is looking at yep. through Wi-Fi. So it doesn't need to be connected to the human at all mm -hmm. or anything whatsoever. It's just been taught, it's been taught to recognize certain things someone will sit in a room stare at an image and the ai can recreate the image that the person is looking at and it scared the shit out of me okay i read this thing the other day mm. where um i knew you were gonna do this so i've got the i've got the article she, she here got, she got a call yeah and she was like who is this and he's like do you like movies and she's like yeah he's like what's your favorite scary movie and then <laughs> the call was coming from inside the house ben yeah. It's crazy that I read that, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm sending you this link right now. Fuck you. I knew that this was coming. So I've, I've said, I, this has been open on my laptop for about two days. <laughs> <laughs> there. It's in your okay, Discord. The mind reading AI system from Euronews.next um, yes. says hard hitting news. <laughs> Mindy Viz could be, could be developed to integrate into virtual reality headsets. Yes. Researchers in Singapore, they're deciphering brainwave patterns so it is connected to the person. Mm -hmm. you liar you misinformationer keep reading models that i had to computers read read thoughts and recreate the visuals a person is looking at anyway rob this is homework for you right i'm i'm neil blomkamp yeah. in this i'm giving you the point and you can go away and research it if you'd right, like okay. to right see how it's brought all back around super informative super yeah. informative speaking of Thank super you. informative uh, yeah. what's that do you want to play that game what's the game ah uh, it's called um oh what's fucking oh, what's what's the, its that name guy what's that his name guy. what's his what's his name what's, what's his, his name, name? What's his What's name? His name? Um, yeah, fucking sign me up for this game, man. Right, okay. He uh, he plays the bad scientist in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ooh. He's um, he's Perry White, the newspaper editor in, in the Superman movies. Oh, fuck. 
He's the um, <laughs> he's the men- he's the mental survivor in Predators. Fuck he's he's in Predators. He plays Max in Dream Warriors. Uh, dude, I can't remember his fucking name. I know exactly who you're on about, but I cannot remember his name for shit. He's in that film where one half of Bill and Ted bends spoons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? We've spoken about how much we love this actor yeah, on the podcast I know. Dude, whilst it's, covering. It's literally on the tip of my tongue. What's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck's sake. Lawrence Fishburne. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's really okay. fucking annoyed me. <laughs> okay. Okay. He, um, okay. What's his name? He. Um, what's his name? He plays Agent Gibbon in Triple X: State of the Union. Never seen Triple X. <laughs> That's a future series. Uh, he plays. Uh, oh, he. Um, he plays Pat Novak in the Robocop reboot. I've not seen the Robocop reboot. Oh no! No wait! 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 He he narrates Inglorious Bastards. Wait, no, he's the organ player. Oh, Sam Jackson. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, there you go. To get to the movies that I'm into, Robocop remake. I was like, huh? <laughs> he's, also, he's also the blind dream guy in Exorcist 3. <laughs> no fucking way, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson is the blind dream guy in Exorcist 3. I couldn't remember Inglorious Bastards having a narrator, so I was like, oh, that's obscure. Yeah. But I'll probably rewatch it and be like, oh, he's all over this film. Yeah. He's the organ player in Kill Bill 2 is the other one. Yeah, um, he is. Right, so, you ready for the third and final? Go on, give us one. Okay, he, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? He, uh, he voices Fei Long in Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. I've never seen that. Come on, buddy. I thought that would be right up your street. No. Nah. He's the, um, he's the director of the CIA in Argo. Um. He's, uh, he's Zordon in Power Rangers. Fucking... Shut up, Brian Cranston. He... you also had he's the mayor in rock of ages and the dead dad in godzilla i was trying to do them in order of likelihood of you getting them if you just said dead dad in godzilla i would have got it straight it would have been instant exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay good job um what you rate what you rate in chappy all right there's a film film on its own a standalone film on its own i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a seven Okay, that's but, bold. Yeah, and I'm going to give it a seven because everything that comes with it afterwards, I've had, mm-hmm. I have had so much fun with. Right. Okay. Finding weird AI articles. Yeah. And having them open on my laptop for two days, which I'm now realizing, <laughs> if AI is looking at my laptop, it's going to be pretty mm-hmm. fucking weird. Why are you looking yeah, at me, buddy? Is, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm playing AI at its own game. Yeah. Fighting fire with matchsticks. That's where, that's where I'm at right now, buddy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm throwing... out fire with gasoline. Ooh, that's another... That's another Inglorious Bastards reference right there. It is, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See? That gave me a tingle. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with everything that came with it afterwards, man. And plus, look at this. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've had a, a nice discussion about AI. Johnny Five... I feel like we've referenced AI. I don't think we've discussed any of it. I think that this podcast has done exactly what this film does, which is why I'm going to give this film. I got a question for you. Is four or five more mediocre? Like five's middle of the road. Five's middle of the road, right? Yeah. So is like. Mm... So four would be teetering on bad film. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I just feel like five doesn't way. five doesn't feel mediocre enough, and four feels too damaging. You know, technically five's the most mediocre because it is dead set in the middle, right? It's not yeah, good, it's so not this bad. is a five. This is a five. Okay. Like my first watch of this film, I enjoyed purely as like visual treat. Yeah, purely as the disgusting monster on Hugh Jackman's neck. Yeah, buddy. Walking around, like, trying to mullet. Dude, I want a mullet. I'm growing my hair out right now because I want a mullet based on Hugh Jackman in this film. If you grow a mullet, I will not be seen out with you in public. Mate. And we've got For the Love of Horror in 10 days. I'm going to have a mullet before then, man. I'm, I'm not shaved. I'm literally going to have it a little bit shorter, but it's just going to be the sides that are, sh- that are shaved off, mate. You watch. <sighs> okay, that's technically a mohawk, and I'm fine with that. I will walk around a horror convention with you with a mohawk. I will oh, not I walk shit. around with you anywhere with a mullet. What about? So, yeah, for me, this is a five. Okay. What about a mohawk and a mustache? I'm going to shave my completely shave my beard off. Oh, just oh, tiny disrespect. Um, do we have time for comment corner? I think we do. We do, of course we do. So, World of Horror Podcast got in touch with us on Instagram. I love uh, those guys regarding one of our uh, <laughs> one of our Insta reels on the Switch. 
saying that they bark laughed at Das Mallard reference, which we made again this episode, which is a nice little bit of synchronicity. I must admit, when I first read this, I read, because Bark was with a capital, I read it as Bark laughed at Das Mallard. And I'm like, do they, ha- do they have a dog called Bark? And can it laugh? Imagine, it was like the, the, the talk to text type thing on, on Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a compliment though, man. Thank yeah. you, World of Horror. Glad you enjoyed the episode. Our super spooky Halloween episode on the rom-com The Switch. Go listen to it now. It is out. Yeah. Uh, I've got one from Spotify. Oh, I, I, I didn't even realise we had comments on Spotify. Yeah, me neither. I went through them the other day. There's like 40. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. How do I see them? Uh, go on Spotify. I've published them now. Ah. Oh. Beautiful. Sorry, buddy. So, do you remember all those times I was like, "Guys, please review us," and then no one did, and we were like, "Ah, oh, no one's reviewed us." People, no, people were. We just we just ignored them, and we have to publish them. Yeah. First off, apologies. I didn't realize right. that this was the thing, and then also apologies because when I did realize it was a thing, I didn't realize you had to click publish for them to be visible. Oh, nice. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Okay. Well, thank all of you very much for those. Yeah. I will, uh, as soon as this is over, sit and read them. Yeah. And hope that my self-confidence survives the night. We're learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Evilon on Spotify says, listening to you guys go through Nolan films, thought I'd watch Dunkirk before listening. Great points from you both. Thank you very much. Super enjoyable. Aww. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. I'd love to see you guys do 1917. Yeah, Sam Mendes. Uh, all yeah. one shot, inverted commas. Um yeah, it's a very good film. Never seen very it. good film. It's not all quite on the Western Front, so... Yeah, shockingly, I'm not that big into war films until you make me watch them for the <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just like seeing my best mate cry. What can I... Yeah, I'm a man of simple tastes, all right? <laughs> I can't wait to bring Short Circuit to the fucking show. You wait. You wait. All right. All right. All right. Uh, any more on Spotify? Are, are there any bad ones? Are there any bad ones? Uh, none. Oh. I know they're all really nice. Please, please keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one from Matt Bolton. He says, love the show. Do the Die Hard series. Diminishing Returns and Alan Rickman. Matt Bolton, you beautiful man. We have done Die Hard. Just the first we one. Don't, well, the, 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 it's one of our first episodes. Yeah. And I try not to listen to those because it's a little bit like seeing like photos of me in college. Yeah. Where I've got a fringe. Yeah. And a wallet chain. Fuck, I remember what we looked like in uni. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. As you said, I, I look like a dinner date ma- magician. Yeah. Uh, we've got one more on Instagram on a reel for the Switch uh, with McClure Andy, who uh, we've got a lot of time for McClure Andy. Love that guy. Who just wants to say that the podcast is the highlight of his week. Aww. Keep up the good work, which is either very sweet or very sad. And I'm hoping it's the first for you, McClure Andy. I think it is. Yeah. I, th- I think he's got a great week. Yeah. His week is filled with wonderful things. Yeah. And we happen to be a highlight on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not definitely. just him sat at a rain-soaked window listening to the Smiths. That's still a pretty good week, man, to be fair. I would go out tonight, flicker in a tutu, isn't it strange? There's no black in the Union Jack. <laughs> Morrissey. <laughs> being, a, being a Smiths fan is difficult nowadays, man. It's like being a D'Antwood or Marilyn Manson fan. Yeah. Well, maybe not as extreme, but yeah. Similar. Uh. Similar. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> that was Comic Corner. If you want to be a part of next week's corner, drop us a line on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, it turns out. You can rate us on there. Um, or you can get in touch with us at www.everymovieeverpodcast.com. We have a contact form where you can send us as much abuse as you like. And I will read it because I love that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben will literally butter his nipples and sit mm. down and read our inbox of an evening. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> Guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us this week. It has been, as always, an absolute pleasure. This is truly the highlight of my week too, McClure. We will be back next week with <laughs> National Treasure Book of Secrets as yes. we wrap up yep. the expansive National Treasure franchise. We have covered... That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Every yep. single National Treasure movie. All of them. Uh, to date. Yeah. And we will be finishing with the final of the entire franchise. The sequel, National Treasure Book of Secrets, uh, which will hopefully... The sequel so far. There's a third one in the mix. Mm, yeah, it has been for some time. I'll believe it when I see it. In the meantime, I'm going to cosplay as society and do what society always does um, mm. and tell you to just consume. Um, 
which is all they want you to do. I'm, I've, I can't lie, I've got a bad cough and cold, so it's going to be a short one. No, it's fine, you do. So Ben's going to have even less time to wrap up the themes and subtext of this movie in a way that sets you up for your week, gives you a nice little final thought that thanks you for spending an hour of your week with us. I have so much time to prep this. Um, it's Monday for a lot of you. And every week I fail to prep it. <laughs> and Ben's going to set your week off right. While I just tell you to... Okay, so the week is just beginning. Blum camp it. Take that horse to water, but just make sure the water is in a really pretty location. So if it doesn't drink, you don't have to give a fuck about it. The option is there if they want it. You know what I mean? But also, you're the horse, and also you're Blum camp. Live your life, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Take yourself. Take yourself to the drink of water. Take yourself on a little date <laughs> to a pretty lake. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>